0: Welcome to another edition of Real Talk with Real People, a candid conversation with Dr. Caroline Bethia jones I am your host, and I am back today with my co-host, Mr. Anita Crum. I am so happy to have her here today. Anita and I are going to talk about the last four months. We talked about transforming your mind. We talked about universal laws. We talked about the power of words. We talked about vision and faith and and desire but today my co-host and i anita we're going to talk about how we can put that together how we connect those four things so that we can have a clearer understanding of what we're talking about hi anita it's good to have you here again
1: hi caroline thanks i'm happy to be here today and just being able to have this recap on these great conversations that we've had in the past couple of weeks, uh, actually couple of months. So happy to be here
0: today. I love when we do this recap, because you and I, we always can go a little bit deeper than when we can't really go that deep when we have um, guests because then we will be over talking our guests. And so we don't like to do that. So we like to give our guests room to speak but I love it when you and I have these, what you call the after podcast podcast. (laughs) I I love that. I love that you named it that because we we always have a lot to say after the podcast, right? And we can't can't really say it all during the podcast. And then after the podcast, we usually get together and we have the conversation after the podcast. So I consider this a conversation like that. So let's get started. I want to walk it backwards. Anita, because we started with the power of words. But Mm -hmm. actually, in actuality, the power of words is actually the last part of this segment. And to be quite honest with you, um, faith, vision, and desire is really the first part of this uh, equation. Because without vision, without faith, and without desire, the rest of it doesn't mean anything. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's just dive into that part when we yeah. talk about, when we talk about faith and we talk about desire and we talk about vision, I, I, I want to clarify and I'll give you room to clarify yourself. I am always talking about my creator because I am always God focused. I, I don't, I use, I use the word God lightly because there are so many gods. And the Bible even acknowledges that there are lots of gods. There are many gods. I, pref- I refer to who I deem to be the god of the universe, the god who created everything, including the universe, as my father. So th- I, I see this deity as my father, as my strength, as my mother. And so I'm always focused on that relationship. So whenever I have a conversation, any conversation, on these podcasts, on these airwaves, it can be assumed that I am focused on my relationship with, um, with my creator, with my father, with my mother, um, who I deem to be the most important aspect of my life. So what about you? Yes, um,
1: I co-sign everything that you said 100%. Uh, And for me, I'll add to that when you, this, these faith, vision, and desire, it's triangular. It's like you can't have one without the other because they're all connected. You have a desire, you have to have faith in knowing that the desire of the thing that you want is there. But then it's which came first, the vision? or was it the desire and then the faith to believe that it would come to pass.
0: So there's no, yeah, there's no,
1: yeah, you, you can't, it's not, um, you know, it's not two-legged. It's, it's triangular and the three together must work. You can't have one
0: without having the other two. Absolutely. And and you made me think, I want to know what came first. I want to yeah. know what, came, I, I want to say that I must have had a vision first. And mm. I, I must have, that vision must have been something that I desired. And then I had faith that what oh, I was, God. you know, that it would happen. I, I don't know. You're, you're absolutely, did I have faith? And then, and did I develop a vision uh, out of my desire? I That's a good yeah. question, Anita. Well, I, I believe, I believe it is
1: the desire. Okay. I believe it is it's the desire because it's something that's within us. And I mean, it could be as simple as, and I'm going to use this because I don't always have this thing, but pancakes. If I wake up in the morning and usually it's the setting, it could be like a wintry day and it's cold or it's snowed and we're in the house and you don't want to be out in that mess and you want to be just comfortable in your house. So the desire is I want pancakes and I'm making this like really simple, but it is on a higher, very high level and complicated, but Presenting it in a very simple fashion. So it'll start, I'm laying in the bed, snow day, not going out. I want pancakes. So the vision. Oh, do I have pancakes Do I have syrup? Because you can always make pancakes with what you have in your refrigerator. But you know, if you don't have syrup, how is that gonna happen? So I begin well, You can to always visually. use jelly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 yes. And I have yes. done that. Sometimes yes. I've chosen the jelly, yes, over the syrup because it was better tasting.
0: Exactly. <laughs> so sometimes, sometimes She's we great ha- jelly. Yep, we have to sometimes shift. You know, because uh, hey, we don't have it. Make but, um, it
1: happen, um, and then have faith that it's there, or the faith that okay, I can get my car out to go to get what I want because the desire is there, and if. You have ever had a taste for a thing, yes. You could best believe you're getting that thing, yes,
0: yes. So there, yes.
1: there's the three, but yes. it always starts with that desire
0: of the thing that you want. When I when I'm talking uh, when I think in relations to my relationship with with God, right? Mm-hmm. I, I wonder because you know I I've always longed so i guess longing for something is a desire a I desire yeah i've always longed for a closeness and and an understanding and a revelation that and then it in that longing it it literally led me to visualize what that type of relationship could be you know visualize where that could take me so i guess you're right as I rethink this thing, I guess I, mm-hmm. I had a longing and a desire for a relationship with my Creator, and then visualize what that would be, uh-huh. and how that would be. And then I have to have faith. I have to have faith that my Creator wants to have a relationship with me, <laughs> and that yeah. uh, He's going to make that possible, right? Yeah. Right. Because let's be let's be honest. Nobody has seen. Um, this deity. No one can say that they've seen you know God or they've you know, so it is a faith thing. and and it's a faith. it's your faith. you you have to you have to believe that this is something that is is desirable and attainable
1: mm-hmm.
0: as you and and the only way I would believe that it's attainable is that I have to visualize what it could possibly be like and it's not a visual meaning i can look up in my my imagination and i can imagine what god looks like no i don't i don't go there with an mm-hmm. imagination of what god looks like i think i visualize what it can be like to be all-encompassing and
1: I, and I would think of it as more of an emotion like yeah. a feeling, a sense, and I was circling here in the center, center of my chest, your solar plexus, because that's where I would think the feeling of conversing with God or having meditation and He's speaking to you. There's a presence, there's you know that you feel it when He's present, yes, yeah,
0: and that's real. You do feel oh. it. I feel it. I can only speak for me whenever I'm having these conversations. I am testifying to what I have experienced, okay? I've never, you know, you've known me for a while now, as you pointed out, I think you've known me, what, for eight years? I don't know, 2018, I think you said, I'm trying to think. But um, I've never tried to force my way on anyone. I've always just shared, I always reveled in the understanding that I was sharing my relationship with others, I was speaking about my experience. And then I also took great joy in hearing you and the others speak about your experiences, you know, and um, it just made everything seem even more real to know Uh that I'm not the only one experiencing this, but it it is also your experience as well. And that's yeah. why we, we speak of spiritual things and, and almost understand what, what the, each of us is saying. You know, like you hear me and Kiana joke a lot about having telepathy, but we're really not joking. <laughs> it's really not a joke for us, but we have to make it a joke because there's so many people who don't believe it's possible that we don't want to offend anybody. But we know it's possible because we mm-hmm. know that we've been able to connect in that way. So we know right. it's possible, you know. But when we talk, all right, so as we move on to the next leg of that, now we have our vision. Now we mm-hmm. have our desire. Now we have this faith okay. that what we desire is actually something that can materialize. So we have to ask ourselves, so where does the universal laws fit in? Hmm. And and I want to say this too, Anita. When we say a universal laws, you and I, we were trying to be, um, politically correct in the sense of we we you're always trying not to offend anyone, you know. Right. But when 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 I speak about universal laws, I am speaking about God's laws because God is the God of the universe. You you understand? And yep. He has put these laws in place um for the purpose of my belief, for the purpose of balance and unity. And when even when we pray and we pray my, our father in heaven, you mm-hmm. know, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come on earth as it oh, is Lord in heaven, Lord. because yep. we understand that the universe is God's, the universe, the heavens, you know, it belongs to the Lord and there are laws that have been put in place that the universe follows. And the thing is, is, you don't see the moon and the sun having these quarrels that we humans have here on this earth. You know, you don't see the moon saying, I'm going to be the sun today because the sun is always so bright and it's always so bright. But I want to be bright now. So I want to be. The- no, the, the, what the universal laws, they govern everything. And I know that when you work in accordance to God's laws. Then you also are in balance. And the whole idea of this four-point session that we're trying to have is that we want you to be in balance, right? Right. So you know that you are working in accordance to God's laws. And where transforming your mind comes in, you want to have the mind of God, in a sense. You want to think on a higher level. You want to think in a different In a different realm so to speak you you follow what i'm Mm -hmm. saying i'm following yeah so um and when you think like that when you when you think higher thoughts when you know the apostle paul says think on those things that are good think on those things that are lovely when you have Mm -hmm. higher thoughts like that it changes even the way you speak and how we done moved into the next segment the first segment which was the power of words Our words are powerful because our words come from the depths of our heart. They come from what we feel, from what we thought about all day long, what we have meditated on, okay? Mm -hmm. Those words are produced from our meditation. So it is important for us to be in alignment. And when I wanted to do this segment, I wanted to do this segment that had all of those elements so that we could think about how those elements work within our own self. So that we, I'm, I'm not asking you, I'm not saying that now you're going, and, and let me just say this, this works both ways. Sure. It works both ways because you could have evil thoughts and speak evil things and those evil things can come to pass. But I'm talking to people I hope that are aligning themselves with their creator, with God. You understand? Sure. I if I had the power, if I knew that I had the power to use my words to change a situation, my life, somebody else's life, or even the world, wouldn't I be a little bit more careful? about mm. the words that I speak. Yep, and so, life and death in the power of the tongue. There you go, Anita. So mm. I guess what this segment was all about was us trying to be intentional mm. about our words, like that. okay? Yeah, I like that. Because
1: um, what you say must come to pass, uh, come to past. And we have to be, we have to be cognizant of that, because even if we're, we're just saying, "Oh, you know, this is killing me." Or, um, I'm so sick of this happening, you know? It's like so you're saying to yourself, "You know, I'm being killed. <laughs> I'm being made sick this drives me crazy. Oh, so now you got mental health issues. I mean, it's those things, even if just in passing and we're just expressing how we feel, we just have to be careful about it. And again, this is just um, off the cuff little conversations that we have with ourselves, but on a larger scale, anything that you profess must come to pass. And that's why that's that once I understood what that meant, that Bible verse about life and death is in the power of the tongue, because you could say words that could cut and kill you or those others, or you say loving and kind things that would produce wonderful things life, you know, long-term relationships, love, all those positive things that we would want. Once I understood that, I'm really conscious of the words that I say. And if I'm around someone and they're constantly saying, you know, this, that, or the other, and it's negative, I'm like, why are you speaking those things about yourself? Why are you saying that? And the response is, oh, I'm just kidding. I don't mean anything by that. This one person I talked to there, you know, it's just a lot of negativity but they are dismissive saying I'm the one with the problem and being too sensitive, but it's behind the fact that careful what you say, because it will come to pass. That is powerful. That is where you can have that faith to have whatever it is that you're longing for that you desire or that you need to have in life. Next level, you know, you're in a job and it's like, I'm, I'm ready to take the next step, the next level. This is what I want. This is where I see myself. And you have that faith and you believe it. So now you're speaking into it. You're saying, that's my job. That's my name, Anita D. Crumb. This is my title, owner, founder, creator of whatever that thing is. And, and that's how you use the words, because they, when you speak, they do matter. When you speak, it's speaking the faith and the vision and the desire from your heart. And it goes into the universe and it, it happens. We're creators. We are creators. It's you and I are women. We're creators. Um, well, and the men have something to do with it too. Um, but, you know, we're all creators. We're all creators. So let's create the things upon which we want and desire and how we can make community and the world a better
0: place. I'm glad that you said that. And I'm glad that you took the focus when you you ended your um, talk off of us, because it's not about us trying to get everything we want. I wanna get everything I want. So I'm gonna think about all these things I want and I'm gonna manifest it, manifest it, manifest it. That's not what we're talking about. No. We're talking about we're talking about using the gift that God has given us to bring heaven on earth. Mm-hmm. You know, to to change our situation. If you if we don't even want to think about the worldwide situation, look what about your situation?
1: Yeah. We
0: we can change the way this is one of the things that I, I practiced really throughout my whole entire relationship with my husband. You know, I've been with my husband for 42 years. Mm. It's a long time to be with someone, it is. And there's a lot of ups and downs. There are a lot of things that happen. One of the things that I always try to train myself in in not so much thinking about what is happening, but what I want to happen. Mm. So I started, it was later on in the relationship because I had to practice this and really understand how, like you said, once you understood the power of your tongue, you know, mm-hmm. the power of life and death on your tongue. It, it really made me realize that I had to stop saying the negative and even thinking it. And that's where the transforming of your mind comes in. Yeah, I had to read. Yes, I had to stop thinking it. Because mm-hmm. once you, even if you don't say it out loud and you're thinking it, it becomes part of your subconscious mind. Yeah. And then it becomes part of everything that you do. So yeah. I, had to, I had to stop thinking the worst and stop thinking the negative. And I had to start learning how to speak what I wanted to happen, what I wanted to see happen. You know, bring into, say those things that are not yet into existence, but speak them into existence. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and again, I'm not talking about just for selfish reasons. I'm talking about for the sake of family, for the sake of relationships, even for the sake of humanity. Mm -hmm. We, we think that the world in its condition, the only thing that we see is the world in its present condition. Mm. And because that's the only thing that the televisions want to show us, the airwaves Mm want to show us all of the negative, because why all that negative is going into your subconscious. And you are subconsciously believing that there is no good in the world. There is nothing good that can happen. Right? Yeah. And you begin to think that way. And when you begin to think that way, you find yourself saying those very words. Everybody's going to hell in a handbasket. How many times have you heard that? The world is crazy. Everybody's going crazy. Everybody's this and everybody's that. We begin to repeat those things yeah. that we see yeah. instead of saying positively. Yeah. We can change things. And we don't understand that we have the power to do that. And that's, when we're talking, when you and I are talking, we're talking about the power of God, because we believe that God is still powerful. We are not just talking religion. We are understanding that God's word is powerful. There is power in the spirit in which he has given us to operate under. And Mm -hmm. we operate under that power with the recognition We recognizing that God is still in control. So we're not speaking from a a defeated voice. We're speaking from a victory. You know, we understand that we are more than conquerors and we understand what that means. And so we go out to, to speak about those things, think about those things that are good and positive, you know, in our organization our model or our tagline is, is that we uplift, motivate, encourage. Those are the words that we want to speak. We purposely chose those words in our bylaws because we wanted to make sure that what we were offering would bring that result. Are we uplifting another woman?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Are we inspiring someone to change their lives? Right? Right. Because, because that it's our focus, and that's our purpose. And even if we don't see things happening the way we want them to happen, we don't stop talking about what we want to happen
1: yeah. as if
0: it's already happening.
1: Exactly. You took the words right out of my mouth. And, you know, as far as having women come into Sister Helping and Sisters in Christ ministry, we're working off of the, the mm. universal laws of the um, the universal laws of the universe, and that is the law of harmony and the vibrational attainment um, attraction, um, educating and uplifting. So that's that is where they can they can come in and be fed that way, and everything changes. So no matter what the exposure was for them when they came into us, they coming into us because they're looking for another way, another perspective, another, um, you know, a way to be uplifted. So we share those things. But the beautiful part is that everything changes. You said a moment ago, there's so much negativity and um, on the news. And when we hear it, we're thinking that's the present condition and that's just, everything's going to be bad that way, but you also have to look at it from the perspective of that's a moment in time. Then it all changes, but you're rooted in your faith and you know what the outcome is in terms of having faith and believing, um, in God, your higher power. Um, but it's always living it's it's being in the moment knowing that things will change everything will change that's transforming your mind and when you have the transformation of your mind then it, it it's just all about moving forward nothing everything changes everything changes so the present is the present and you live in that moment yeah yeah
0: yeah what you think what you think you can be is what you ultimately will be. Act this up. Yeah. You will become what you think you are. Yeah. It's why it's important for you to know who you are. You you hear that phrase all the time. I know who I am and I know whose I am. Whose I am. Yeah. Right? <laughs> because when, when I, I consider myself a child of God,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think that way. I... I refrain from thinking of my myself as this wretched sinner mm. because I'm not trying to say that I'm all that and I'm better, but I think if the term as a man thinketh, that's well, who he is, mm-hmm. then I want to see myself as I want to become. Yeah. And I believe the goal is for us to be like, like God, like Christ, right? Mm -hmm. So if that is our ultimate goal, I want to see myself already there. I see myself as a child of God. I see myself in that light, in that way. And Mm -hmm. because that's ultimately where I want to be. And so Mm -hmm. I want to allow myself to see myself differently than that. Right. So I call myself a child of God, and, and if I think of myself as being a child of God, I am going to act that way. What does my father want from me? Mm. How am I going to be in his presence? I tell people all the time, I take I take my father with me everywhere I go. Mm.
1: Um,
0: in fact, Jesus says he's always with us, right? He's never yep. away. So- Never I, leave us or forsake us. right. So if there's any place you think that you want to be, and you don't want him to be there, I, I find that unimaginable, (laughs) you, you, you know, and, and so my thinking in the way I think is always on that level, I'm always thinking on that level. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And so, because I'm always thinking on that level, I'm always acting accordingly to how I think and when mm. i find myself getting pulled in because we none of us is perfect yet right yeah so we find ourselves um maybe getting off that path just briefly just for a moment but the good thing is is that it's just for a moment because you you feel and you recognize when you're off that path your body's not the same yep yeah. And I know there's a universal law that must speak about that. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, and then you also run into so many barriers, you know, things don't work out for you and connections are missed and, you know, you have some type of confrontation that didn't necessarily have to be. And, And that's when you really know that you're off. You know, I, I look at it like, When you're in prayer and meditation, it's like you, um, you're in that mindset, that spiritual mindset. I'll say, I'll call it like a higher frequency because you are in that space. So the more you go and meditate to keep that frequency elevated, then it's like you're, you're operating above the fray, the things and, the places and your goals and the things that you're you're looking to accomplish, you're going forth to make happen, that pathway is open and you're not having any barriers. You're not having the confrontations. Um, But when you stop and you get off track of praying, reading your Bible, recognizing God, just saying, you know, thank you, Lord, this morning for everything as I start this new day. Not, not even that little prayer. Then you're that frequency, you're operating on a lower frequency or um, spiritual path or guidance. And so then you run into the confrontations, the delays, the barriers. You make wrong turns. You're not paying attention. You're not tuned in to when. You know, it's like your little voices turn left because this is your turn. And you're like, no, I'm just going to keep straight. And then you run into all the traffic and it throws you off path and or your loss or a hundred other things can happen. But that is when you know you're off track. Like you said, you feel it, you sense it um, or experience it. And then maybe three days later, it's like, I you know, I haven't really been doing my routine of prayer meditation. That's why all these things are going because you can trace it back if you're really regimented and have a um, a regular sit-down period, dedicated time to do that. But um, but you are right, you, you get off track, and that's one way of knowing that you're off track. And getting back on track is just that getting back on track and you're readily accepted to, you know, pick up where you left off and continue to pray and give thanks. You're not condemned because you've not been there for three weeks, a month, a year. You just get back on, get back in there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I like how you said three weeks, a Mm -hmm. month, a year. Sometimes 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 you're, you're it's so less, distracted. You I don't, don't even realize you know something's wrong, but you don't know what until what? you just get that yeah. aha moment. And then you realize, oh, my gosh, it's been like yeah. two months. It's been a whole year. It's been, uh-huh. you know, five and, years. Yeah. And sometimes it's
1: like, you know, weak because I and I'll speak for myself. I'm in the groove and I'm knowing like, okay, I know exactly what I'm going to do. I'm fired up and here's what I'm going to do. And I got my plan together. I'm going to go and execute my plans. Like, thank you, God. And every morning, thank you, God. or Oh, I forgot to pray. But then I'm so far down the road of going after that thing that I had envisioned, that goal, and inspired and filled with, I see it and I'm acting as if but that's only because I'm plugged into God and I'm getting those visions in the path and the direction. But when I think that I could just run with it now, it's like, thank you, God, I got you. You, you, you filled me up right. Nope, you get off track, you get lost. And so you have to come back. That, that's that constant. that constant connection is what feeds you and continues to go forward along that path to get those things. And, and it's okay. I mean, I'm sure there are folks that are going to listen to this. And one of the things I think that the church really um, does not, well, I don't know. I, I won't go there and say that. But sometimes folks, they'll have been in the church and then got away for whatever reason. And they don't feel comfortable in going back in the church. And it's not the church as much as it sometimes might be the um, congregants. That might look at them in some kind of way saying, Oh, yeah, you've been out there in the street, and now you're coming in trying to get saved and whatever. But um, it's it's somewhat of a barrier for those who are seeking to get back on track and they go into the church. So it's okay. For anyone listening to this, if it's been six months, three days, six days, six years, it's okay. You can just wherever you are. Just start giving thanks, praying, open your Bible, go back to your method of seeking guidance. Go back to the church. It's it's all right. The one that you're praying to and giving thanks to is God alone, not the, the pastor. It's not the people in the congregation. That's your special relationship with your God, your supreme being. So it's okay. Time doesn't matter. Time doesn't matter. What matters is that you just reconnect.
0: Nicely said. And since you segue into that, mm-hmm. what can you offer? What can we offer our listeners who are saying to themselves, you know, I, I want to reconnect with God? I, I want to have a relationship. I want to visualize and desire and, 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 Think of him as my best friend, as my father, as my mother, as my helper, as my God, as my king, you know. And how can how can I get myself there? How can I get get either back to that place or how can I even get there? I have so many people say to me, You are so lucky or so blessed because you you've known the Lord every since you were a child, and it's kinda of, they think it's kinda of tough to if you've gone your whole entire existence and now you're an adult, how do you get to that? How do you get to that level in which you, you know, want to have a relationship with the Lord? Um, I don't really know um what to say. I always say I, I don't look at it that way. I think in like you just pointed out, I think any time anytime on this day, any day, any moment, any second, mm-hmm. there there is no timeline as to when I'm reminded of the parable that Jesus spoke about, the workers in the vineyard. Early morning, six o'clock in the morning, the first set of workers came, offered them a job at this wage, and then noon time, some more workers came and he offered them you know, the same job at the same rate. And then at five minutes before, I'm paraphrasing, Five minutes before the job was over, more workers came. And he, oh, come on in. And he let them work at the same pay. And it's like, hey, wait a minute. I've been here since 6 o'clock in the morning. And how is it that this person just got here five minutes ago? And they get the same pay as me, same rate mm-hmm. as me. But um, I like that visualization. Because it doesn't, in God's kingdom, it doesn't matter when you arrive. Yeah, The reward is the same. Yeah. And the joy. You should be just as joyous for the person who came at six o'clock in the morning as -hmm. you are for the person who came in five minutes before um, closing time. You understand what I'm saying? Our joy should be complete simply because we were invited in
1: Mm.
0: and the others as well. So I, I, I I try to say it in a way that individuals can understand that it doesn't matter to God, or even to me, that you're just now learning who he is and want to be close to him. Exactly. The joy is still complete when it doesn't matter if you were always following Christ, or if you just started following Christ, or if you, you've you been running around in a ruckus dinner, dinner. <laughs> all, right, right, all your life, and then all of a sudden you got an epiphany and it's like, oh my God, I, I literally want to do this. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't because you
1: choose, you say, I'm stopping now and I'm choosing, you know, I'm choosing God, I'm choosing my higher power. And, and that's all that it is. You, you decide you can go left or you can go right.
0: Transforming your mind, right? See, we still... Transforming your mind. here's the thing. We're never going to get away from these four segments. Because... You're right. We're we're never going to... These four segments are always going to be a part of the conversation. Because when we change our mind, when we decide in that moment that we want to have this, this beautiful, great relationship with our creator, our maker... We have now transformed our minds. We have now stopped thinking one way and started thinking another way, right? When we, when we, when we, before we even get to that point where we transform our mind and we're thinking about Mm -hmm. how you can have a relationship with God, how you've seen other people's and you've heard their stories and you've been moved by their, their testimonies. And you're thinking, I want that. How can I have that? Isn't that falling under the category of desire? vision and faith, right? Right. Exactly. And when we think about the power of the Holy Spirit and what the Holy Spirit does, how it comes in and changes us, how it literally changes us,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: are we not talking about God's laws and how the universe, God's universe (laughs) work within our spirit, because this spirit is something we can't see. Right? Exactly. But yet we can feel the power of it. We can feel it working it within our power. Mm-hmm. And then when we confess with our mouth that this is what we want, aren't we using the power of our words to exactly. bring? So to I don't think we more. can get around the four <laughs> elements of this of of this whole segment. I, love I, that. Se- I seriously believe that all four of these pieces go together to make us yeah. a better person. It puts us on our way to truly becoming the men mm-hmm. and women yep. that we desire to become because we know that is also God's desire. Right. right? You're
1: right about that. Wow. That's, that's an enlightenment. You're right. It's a, it's a four prong, definitely.
0: Um, I don't think you answered the question because I think I interrupted you when okay, I asked the question,
1: question about how do you?
0: Yes. How do you? What Let's, do you wrap, say it those? Let's yeah.
1: wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Well, I, I think um, I, you've answered it because I was going to say it's it's in that moment you just do you decide right then and there this is what I'm going to do. It's your vision, your faith, and the desire. It's all three of those. And, and there's no special setting. It doesn't even, you don't have to go to a church. Um, I would say, if you have a Bible, close your eyes, flip through the Bible, open up a page, point, and start there. Just start reading. Because if it's upon your heart, you're going to be guided and directed to what you need to help you in that moment for whatever it is that has brought you back. And it's going to feed you to keep you to go beyond that point and stay, um, or certainly, you know, get back on track. So that that's what I would say as the um, the way in which they could come back, even though it's been so long. And everyone has their own journey. You you go when you're ready. Nothing happens happens before it's time. Everything changes. We make our choices and we run, run with those choices. And then at some point you get tired of running and you look to do, you know, come back. So uh, it's it's that simple. It's that simple. There's no sign-up sheet registration and open enrollment period. There's none of that. It's once you say that's it, that's it. Come to a stop, you come to a, a, a street light. When the light's red, it's red. You stop. When it's green, you go. You don't sit there and say, oh, well, it's going to come back around again. I'll just sit here. No. Uh-uh. Right then and there, you do it. Boom. And you're on your way.
0: And as always, you're certainly welcome to sit with the women of Sisters, Helping Sisters in Christ Ministry and learn, 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 support, 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 encourage, encourage, encourage motivate 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 because that's what we do
1: (laughs) absolutely
0: so thank you Anita this was a I think a nice wrap-up because I think so as well yeah always want to wrap things up so that we can have some just a candid conversation with ourselves just go over what we've gone over just to just to to verify it for ourselves Where we are, because Mm -hmm. you know, we want to be clear and yeah, we we want
1: individuals to know. And it's the foundation. I think this is the foundation of moving forward in other topics because faith, vision, desire, and then also mind transformation, those are the that's the foundation of, of everything else. Everything is gonna build from there because you will have the vision, you will have faith. And especially desire. And of course, you need to shift your mind for the focus. So those are the fo- foundational parts of it all. And for us rolling out the series at the, for 2022, I think that that's key. And we'll just, you know, add on to that. Those are our four pillars.
0: And we'll be, and we'll be back next month with, um, with a new topic, um, mm-hmm. new guest. And um, we're going to learn some more about some things that we don't know. And uh, we're going to uh, participate and be part of uh, another series of Mm -hmm. learning. And I'm looking forward to that. So am I. (laughs) All right. So you've been listening to Real Talk with Real People, a candid conversation with me, <laughs> your host the Caroline Bethel-Jones and my co-host, Ms. Anita
1: the- D. Crum. Anita So happy D. that Prum. you're here today.
0: Yes, we are so happy that you joined us. So, we'll see you next time with another exciting topic. Let us know what you think. Leave some comments. We, we read the comments, so if you leave us some comments, we will even read the comments on the air. How about that? Alright, that's